Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, producer Don McClain. Ooh, good news yesterday as far as a coronavirus uh, vaccine. This looks really good. Pfizer announced that early data shows that a vaccine that they had been working on is more than 90% effective. How about that, guys? That's really, really, that's really important. Um, and it's and it's really significant in terms of the one of the first positive messages that we've gotten regarding the vaccine um, in a long time. There's been a lot of skepticism around the thought of vaccines and what their likely success rate would be. They say that the uh, the news exceeded the expectations of health officials like Fauci signaling a new hope, the Morning Brew newsletter writes, for controlling the pandemic. Um, So this trial was a three-week period, and they had researchers administer two vaccine doses to 43,538 volunteers. Around half received the vaccine, the other half received placebos. So here were the results across all of the participants, all of that 43,000. And I'm I was happy to hear that the number was that big, right? You don't want to hear 90 out of, uh, or or like it being a study of 100 people. Mm -hmm. It gives you a little less. So 43,000 robust. Um, Across all those participants, Pfizer logged only a total of 94 COVID-19 cases, which shows a 90% effectiveness rate for the vaccinated group. But they said that, by the way, there were some side effects. I know a lot of people have concerns about vaccine side effects, but it doesn't look like anywhere worse than the side effects you would get from a flu shot. Right, like achiness, that type sure. of thing. Um, so the study is going to be ongoing. These results haven't been peer-reviewed yet, you know. so there's some natural pause that comes with that. They say Pfizer is going to wrap, uh, wrap it up, this study, after they get to 164 positive cases. So I guess they'll keep administering these studies until they can reach that number, which I'm sure for them is some sort of a critical mass in terms of gauging what this information means. A couple things that they don't know about the vaccine. Could it prevent asymptomatic transmission or severe COVID cases that cause hospitalization? So that's one thing that they're not totally sure of just yet. The company, and this is the question, if it works, if it seems like it works, then when? Uh, The company hopes that they could get emergency use approval from the FDA soon enough, which would allow Pfizer to produce 50 million doses by the end of 2020 mm-hmm. and 1.3 billion in 2021. So each patient, breaking those numbers down, would require two separate doses of the vaccine. Right. So cut those numbers in half for how many people may actually uh, receive it. 
The, the United States, for understanding the numbers, we we're talking about the Pfizer vaccine trial that was deemed pretty successful yesterday. The United States would need 375 million doses in order to cover 75% of its adult population. It's not that we have 375 million adults, but everybody needs two doses for this vaccine that Pfizer right, is putting out. Right, right, right. Uh, the government already secured 100 million uh, of those vaccines for $2 billion. Now, uh, the the funny thing is, when I read this this morning, <laughs> this is so funny, my numbers were off in my head in terms of the year. So I had read that the 50 million doses would be around would would be available in 2021 and the 1.3 billion in 22 22 I was totally wrong the 50 million they think could be produced by the end of 2020 yeah. like in the next month and a half yeah. and then the 1.3 billion could be available throughout next year it is really really meaningful emotional news I think for a lot of people mm-hmm. oh, just for to sure. feel like is there exciting. a little bit of hope and then here's a here's a funny thing, Donna. I know that you uh, you saw this too that the stock market really soared yesterday. Well, I didn't know about the vaccine until I was talking to my financial oh, advisor. I just saying, happened, why am I loaded all of a sudden? I just happened to have an appointment with her over the oh. phone, and I she was like, "Oh my gosh, it's a record day for stocks." I'm like, "Why?" She's like, "Oh, you didn't hear." So well, <laughs> it it boomed. I mean. Uh, when the whole stock market goes up more than 4% in a day, that's a really, really massive, massive day. Um, I So I'm going to read to you places that did really well. Like there were some stocks that did really well. For instance, Carnival, Carnival Cruise Line. Their, their stock went up 39% yesterday. So if you had $10 in Carnival Cruise stock, you now have $13.90. If you had 100,000 in Carnival Cruise, you have 139,000 today. AMC jumped 51%. The theater chain that has really been dogged in this wow. pandemic. There this news was really really it's when you watch the stock market it makes it feel like the vaccine news that we're reading about from Pfizer has some legs to it because, you know, oftentimes money don't lie. Um, try to guess of a stock or two who fared poorly yesterday. Poorly. So if AMC boomed, if Carnival Cruise Lines boomed yesterday. Netflix. <laughs> uh, that's a good, that's a really good guess. They're not on the list. How about, what if I told you Peloton was down 20% yesterday? <laughs> yes. And then, you know, Lifetime. It's is soaring, up. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Zoom down 17% <laughs> yesterday. Right. Etsy down 17% yesterday. Macy's. And even Clorox. <laughs> down 11% yesterday. Wow. These were all companies that boomed over the last seven months with everyone staying right. at home. So it's it's not like, okay, great, everything's better now, but it is legitimately the best piece of news, right. frankly, that we have heard since March 13th. I wonder how, say, Live Nation did, if they saw any improvement for concerts. That'd be a good question. I had a... Oddly enough, there was a guy who was um, speaking at our church last week. Who he's a missionary. He goes around and he he he's at festivals. So he always goes to like you know music festivals, South by Southwest or whatever. He's just at sure. festivals. And he said that the folks 
inside the know with festivals were saying, like, expect this to really be hurt for the next couple of years. But he said that before this news came out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he yeah. said that a week and a half ago. It'll be interesting. <sighs> I, I'm hopeful, man. I'm hopeful, too. Would you get the vaccine? You in guys? a heartbeat. And if I grew a tail, I would embellish it and brag about it. Really? I am so... I will be... I won't hesitate even a little bit. Okay. Because what they're saying right now is the side effects are similar to that of a flu shot. Give me the vaccine and let us get back to living a normal life. And flu shots, by the way, are only 40 to 60% effective. Did you know that? No. Yes. Per season, it's like they're they're only going to have up to 60% effectiveness. So they were hoping that this vaccine for coronavirus would be 60%. So it way exceeded the expectations. So yeah. that's really good news. And also, by the way, while we're talking about this, and I know we have to go, but um, uh, our U of M's, Dr. Michael uh, Osterholm, yeah. has been named to uh, President-elect Biden's COVID-19 advisory board. He's oh. an infectious disease expert. Yes, You've seen yeah, him all over TV. All over. No yeah, kidding. so very cool. Good. Good news. Starting off with a bang today. Now Woo! we will slowly dilute things and make it less impactful like things that make you go huh five facts that you really really don't need to know uh i'm gonna tell you something about you know bismarck key's yes. um song oh baby you you got what i need i'm gonna tell you something that you might not have known as to why he is the guy who ended up singing the hook on that song wasn't the original plan thank goodness thank goodness for flaky friends we'll explain when we return it's don and steve on my talk That is the voice of Steve Patterson. That made me lightheaded. Oh, you feeling better now? I've had a couple lightheaded moments recently. Me too. I fainted once when I stood up. Recently? No, I was like 16. Hashtag warrior 20 years ago. Wow, way to go, Steve. Thanks, Donna. Take it easy, okay? Have some water. Thanks, Donna. And then tell us stuff. tell you something right now i just had water and i had miralax in it i'm looking for prune juice on the prowl for some pruny juju it's easy to find that's what they say most stores i think (laughs) squeeze some prunes yeah and it's not in the refrigerated aisle it's in just the regular juice yeah they're not even trying to pretend like it tastes good why do you just have prunes they're delish no so good in the same same way that like you have a a vitamin, you know, you're just trying to get like all the because I don't want to sit around and eat a carrot and eat a piece of celery and then have a cucumber. Just give me the prune juice. Let me down this and let's get this operation functioning. <laughs> okay. I think everybody should be. Uh, oh, I'm having a Donna moment. Uh, I know. We know everyone should be on uh, a mild laxative. A mild laxative. Not every day, Donna. That's what you said before. No, just like once a week, a mild laxative that just keeps everything moving. Yeah, it's called fruit. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> it doesn't. Natural way. It, I just don't know if that works for us. You have to commit. You just really have to commit. Like I went to Costco yesterday and bought one of those giant things of fruit. And so I just every day now it forces me to bring it to work and eat it at work. 
Donna, you want to come over? We're having a fire circle in the driveway. I can't. I'm working on this box of plums. (laughs) (laughs) We need some fuel for our fire. Okay. I'll be there in just a second. Oh, no. Biz Marquee never planned to sing the chorus on Just a Friend. Well, I think that was a good plan. Wow. It's Shots so fire. Oh, baby, you. John, do you know the song? Of course. Oh, God, it's a nightmare. Okay. He used to come to our radio station in New York and just hang out. Just hang out. <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's Biz Marquee. Yeah. Mm, hey, Biz, I... how are you? He just lived across the river, you know, and he would just Ugh. come to everything. Well, the only reason that he sang the chorus on it was because none of the people that he asked to sing showed up at the studio. Oh, baby! Who were those people? Oh, no. Jeez, you might as well put Vin <laughs> Diesel on that thing. Oh, oh baby! He sounds like, what is that? What is, isn't that a, um, it's come on, a, it's an Australian uh, instrument? Uh, uh, a diggeridoo, a diggeridoo. Diggery-doo. Didgeridoo. doo We got there. Vin Diesel, the Ooh, human diggery doo Or Vuvuzela. 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 That's what I, I was thinking. No, Vuvuzela. Vuvuzela. No, Vuvuzela. Vuvuzela. Yeah. 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 One time, that, Will, back? that was fun. Will Ferrell came out uh, at the ESPY Awards to uh, present an award. But he came out as the human Vuvuzela or Vuvuzela, whatever. So he was like, hi. (laughs) (laughs) The oldest living child of a president. Oh, he's getting political. Is Linda Bird Johnson Rob. Boy, I'd trim that. Boy, that's too many (laughs) one-syllable names. Okay, so... I do like Lady Bird. That is the cutest thing, isn't it? Yeah. Lady Birds! Um, uh, she's Lyndon B. Johnson's oldest daughter. She's 76. Wow. You she... know, when I worked in Austin, Texas, yeah. the home of Lady Bird Johnson, mm-hmm. and yeah. her radio station, KLBJ, yeah. they, they were our competitors. Did they ever try to sweeten the she owned that radio station and bring you over? No, I wasn't oh. there that long. Our station oh. got sold. We got LMA'd, as they say, by KLBJ. What does LMA'd mean? Yeah, it's a some. Tech- it- I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like: This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house. To the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends. Blinded by the item. Listen wherever you get podcasts, and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Technical term for licensed management agreement. Something. Something. Oh, it means you're fired. They bought us out. <laughs> they bought yeah. our company and fired everybody. Nice. Rude. Hey, Donna, had that not happened, you wouldn't be here. That's, That's true, right. Steve. Divine disappointments, my friends. Learn to love them. Unanswered prayers, as Garth Brooks says. Sometimes go. I thank God for unanswered prayers. Oh, That's, That's right. very yeah. poignant. Yeah. Carrots are actually bad for rabbits, and they can cause health problems. But because of Bugs Bunny, pretty much everyone thinks that rabbits love carrots. Whoa. 
What are we supposed to give them? Just lettuce? Oh, yeah. I don't even know if we're oh, supposed to give them anything. Potato peelings, slaw, whatever. What are you talking My about? My sister has rabbits. Slaw? You know. That's some dirty South living right there. <laughs> slaw. Just some slaw. You know, we haven't heard from our friend uh, Meg and Bentley the rabbit. The lion head rabbit. Yeah, the big, big, yeah, that rabbit. So sweet. <laughs> Bentley is a rabbit. He's oh. uh, a rabbit friend of our show. Oh, nice. And uh, he's, you know, Meg brought him in, and he's yes. beautiful. And just yeah, really pretty. Him. Doesn't she take that bunny to the hospitals or yeah. something like that? Yeah, yeah, and like assisted living homes. Yeah. yeah, he's great. He's got like a Harley jacket. He's cool. Dr. Dre Not a real didn't doctor. know that Eminem was white until they met in person. Huh. That's the good fun. doctor says he was happy when he found out because, quote, it was so different. Now that everybody want to talk, that they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move the dips. It's just a bunch of they just thought he was a nerdy guy. Like about Dre. Yeah. <laughs> Who's this dweeb that you brought in? Where's Eminem? That's me. And then he just stood up. <laughs> Slim Shady. I get it. Uh, whatever. The designer who created the NBA logo also made the 1040 Easy Tax Form. What? Really? What a that's like ah. Don's version of LinkedIn. I mean, he's done everything. He's involved oh, with the IRS and the NBA. To its full capacity. Well, no, the, the, yeah. That's pretty cool. Oh, oh baby, you. Oh God. Can we, we just found out that our district is going full distance learning starting next week. We found oh, that out about no. twenty minutes ago. Really? About Maybe that'll change ago. now with the news of the vaccine. Maybe. No, no, no. They week. just released it after the vaccine. Oh no, Steve. And how's yeah. your little? How's your little girl? The how's little girl's do, little girl's doing good. We won't get the results till tomorrow. Okay. Aww. Everything's going well though. Bebe. We're doing good. We're doing great. The bebe. Le bebe. Le bebe. Uh, All right, we will be right back. Let's talk about Jeopardy upon our return. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. It is Tuesday. That means coming up at 1130, we will be taking your confessions. What's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you at work? Hmm. You ever accidentally let one slide during a meeting? Dawn. (laughs) No. Rude. Dawn has... LBS, Rude. loose is, butt syndrome. I do not. <laughs> you can't tell him anything. Ever. I did. Uh, one time I said that a few little <laughs> slips here and there have happened at home. The and privacy I can't stop of her laughing own because MC thinks it's so funny. And he's like, you going to crack another one off? you going to oh snap God. another one off? <laughs> Oh, no. That's my kind of guy right there. Oh, my God. He's so funny. Oh, jeez. Oh, I have my five-year-old now saying to me, Dad, what do you say? I'm like, excuse me. Like, I pay the mortgage here, kid. <laughs> excuse me. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. Wow. I'm uncomfortable now. Okay. Uh, but anyway, that's coming up at 1130. You can go to our Facebook page and answer that question. What's the most embarrassing thing? That's happened to you at work. That is excellent. In the meantime, uh, the future of Jeopardy is... uh, In Jeopardy. In Jeopardy. Wow. There you go. Wow. Um, Before we do anything, I thought it was really sweet. The executive producer of Jeopardy, uh, excuse me, paid tribute to Alex Trebek on last night's show. And I believe we have a clip. Mm -hmm. I'm Mike Richards, the executive producer of Jeopardy. Over the weekend, 
we lost our beloved host, Alex Trebek. This is an enormous loss for our staff and crew, for his family, and for his millions of fans. He loved this show and everything it stood for. In fact, he taped his final episodes less than two weeks ago. He will forever be an inspiration for his constant desire to learn, his kindness, and for his love of his family. We will air his final 35 episodes as they were shot. That's what he wanted. On behalf of everyone here at Jeopardy, thank you for everything, Alex. This is Jeopardy. Mm. Wow. God, that makes me want to cry I again. I know. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, can you imagine? What a legacy he's left behind, though. Mm-hmm. He's just so beloved. You know, and, and just on the surface, you would think, oh, I bet if I met him, he'd be snooty, you know, like a know-it-all kind of thing. But then to hear that he's just a really, was a really loving, kind person. Yeah, just yeah. warms your heart. Yeah, it's a, I mean, just a lot of really, um, just really lovely sentiments that have uh, come in about him. And it's, yeah, it's a... It's a huge loss. I'm a little taken aback. That, that guy, Mike Richards, he's the um, the executive producer. He had been the executive producer before Jeopardy. He was the executive producer of The Price is Right. Mm. And uh, let's make a deal. Before that, if you can believe it, he was um, a part of Harvard Broadcasting. He worked for Reels, oh, uh, which okay. is, he was like the first guy that ever was on Reels Channel, which is uh, their Hollywood you know movie scandal network now. Um, but I was surprised to hear his voice, and wow, what a cool thing that he was able to work with Alex Trebek during Trebek's final yeah. chapter. I, again, I'm curious, and he didn't allude to it, if if he will have the, a 30-second message, if Alex Trebek knew that his last show was his last show or not, because he had said on record before that he all he wanted to say goodbye during his final show was just 30 seconds at the end to communicate what people meant to him. Mm. Oh, gosh. So now... If he Go did, ahead. I wonder if he did say something like knowing know. that he was going to stop filming for the rest of the year. I don't know if he. I don't know. I don't know. That's a, That's. Yeah. I guess we'll have to wait and see. I'm sure we'll be seeing his wife do some interviews if she hasn't already. Mm. I. I would bet. There was something this weekend that Alexis was it CBS this morning. Somebody did a documentary. I don't think I saw piece that. on. Oh, it was CBS this morning. I think on him. Oh, I'm sorry, I yes. should have taken yes. that in and no, that's okay. <laughs> been that's able okay. to tell you guys, and now happening, I'm no help at all. It's just happening organically, all man. Um, anyway. Oh, here's something that Mike Richard says, by the way. He was talking to Hoda Kotb. Um, by the way, remind me to show you the Hoda Kotb video from her Instagram that will make you cry, Donna. Okay. Really? Put a pin in that. But um, Mike Richards told Hoda Kotb on the Today Show, Regarding Alex Trebek, he said he had a swing in his backyard that he loved. He actually rebuilt it earlier this year. He was very handy. I don't know if a lot of people know that. And even in his book, Richards goes on to say, he described that he wanted his final day to be sitting on his swing next to his wife, Jean. Oh, God, don't. And kind of watching the horizon. And he got to do that. Regarding his final day on set, he said he was coherent. He wasn't in pain. 
And the fact that he had a nice final day, I think, I think makes Aww. all of us in the Jeopardy family feel much better. In fact, that's what I thought I heard Alexis talk about. Aww. Or maybe it was on Lori and Julia. Um, but they mm-hmm. were discussing that last day in the swing. That's, that's just beautiful. Well, he said this to um, Mike Richards, the executive producer of Jeopardy, said that uh, Trebek obviously maintained a quiet dignity, as many people have come to know, on what turned out to be his last day taping the popular game show, he said, I knew that he was in enormous, in an enormous amount of pain. And as he was leaving, I saw him at the door mm-hmm. and I said, you know, that was maybe the most incredible thing I've ever seen. And oh. he, he kind of had his head down and he, I know, <laughs> don't. Okay. well, no, this, he says uh, that Trebek kind of had his head down and he looked up and said, well, thank you. And that you knew when he accepted that, that he was really fighting. It was just so important for him to do this show and to support everything that it means to America. And he Mm. says behind the scenes, even better than what you hoped for. Yeah, that's nice. Mm. I still think Stephanopoulos is going to be a great host. Okay, that's not confirmed. (laughs) Stephanopoulos is the, the rap had an article saying that his representation was lobbying for George Stephanopoulos, the host of GMA, to get the gig. What I didn't see is if that, let's hypothesize, you'll never quite fill those shoes left by Alex Trebek, but if you were to do it, would he have to leave uh, GMA? Would he continue uh, GMA? Because yeah, by GMA. Yeah, I don't know. I, I always think that, but then some of these folks in broadcasting, they they figure out a way to do multiple things. It's like the Seacrest way. You just figure out, okay, is there a way that you guys can adjust your taping so that I can do both? And so I don't know, would they, if that happened, would they move Jeopardy out to New York from LA? I don't know if Stephanopoulos would want to do that to the, uh, to the staff at Jeopardy. I still think Ken Jennings would be an interesting choice. He, the all time, um, the GOAT, he won the greatest of all time challenge that they had earlier this year. Boy, am I glad that they got to do that before Alex oh, passed yes, away. for sure. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, it's what we'll the, the folks at Jeopardy say that they're not talking about a new co-host oh, okay. yet. I was going to ask, have you heard anything about Ken Jennings as a rumored possibility? I heard it rumored a while ago. You know, can I just say something? Yeah. Sure. I find found it in bad taste that Wheel of Fortune put out their press release about, about their celebrity. celebrity Wheel of Fortune. I'm like, can you just give it a day? T- can you give it a day? Yeah, I don't know. It's completely two different things, but I just felt like that was a kind of a wrong move on their yeah. part. Yeah, I, I would have waited a couple of days because. I mean, it is it just, cool news, but it's like we're it's still, still like dealing with this. Yeah, and we just—it all feels like the same thing to me. My my parents watch Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy every night, and the news in between. Or yeah. my dad's passed away, now I forget sometimes. But that was yeah. the routine, you know. It was like uh, my dad used to tape the news too. Yeah, oh yeah, no, sounds like my dad kind of <laughs> uh, tape it on one network, watch it on another. But then it was always the routine. So it feels like in the same family of something we grew up with. It was our yep. nightly routine, and to a lot have of people them be like, "Hey, look at us over here. We know your morning, but, but we've hey, got great news. We've got to celebrity wheel of fortune. Yeah. Like, all right, yeah. And you know what? It's not that. It's actually not some new concept." Right. You know, we have Celebrity Family Feud. It's on almost every night. 
there's, you know, yeah, celebrity family even, food, and right. It go, and, but it does fly under the radar. Like, mm-hmm. you don't really hear a lot of people talking about it, but there it is. It's always there. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll wait to hear on that. Dawn, I I have a show for you. Oh, okay. I don't know if you have access to HBO at all. I do. Okay, so I watched the first episode of that Nicole Kidman, <gasps> The Undoing. Okay. The first episode reminded me a little bit of the movie that we both watched on Netflix called Creep. Oh, God. Oh, God. I <laughs> love that movie. so weird and awkward <gasps> and secondhand embarrassment. And it's... I am so in. Oh, good. I'm oh, still boy. watching... Steve, you shouldn't watch it. I'm, I'm trying out. to get through the Queen's Gambit right now. Yeah. I'm on episode five Me or too. six i'm gonna start six yeah i'm gonna start six. Oh, okay good, yep. good good we're at the same place so when i'm done with that the undoing the undoing on hbo i'm watching it on hbo max so it is just a quick synopsis mm-hmm. it's about this upper um well this family who lives on the upper east side of new york okay okay and they have kids who go to a hoity-toity school mm-hmm. And this particular school also offers, I guess, scholarships and things like that. So someone who's maybe not in that income bracket can still send their child there. So it's just about this one mom and how she doesn't quite fit in. Okay. And it's bizarre. She takes an interest in Nicole Kidman's character and it's just weird. Ooh, I can't wait. This sounds really uncomfortable which is is. i I love that oh you're gonna die there are some scenes that i don't want to talk obviously i'm not going to spoil anything but we're going to have to talk about it after you watch the first episode sounds dramatic it's dramatic (laughs) Uh, and it's a thriller okay great it'll be really no romance no you're not tricking me into a romantic nope okay hugh jack uh, not hugh jackman who's the other hugh uh grant Yes, Hugh Grant is in this. Okay. He plays Nicole Kidman's husband, and she's a psychiatrist, I believe. Mm. Very interesting. So that is my recommendation, The Undoing on HBO. Okay, when we come back, if you see something, say something. Yeah, say something. What do you got, Stevie? Uh, the annual Neiman Marcus luxury Christmas list is out. <laughs> oh, so that always gets some eyes rolling into the back of people's heads. So we can yep. talk mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, about that. All right. Let's do it upon our return on My Talk 1071. Don't Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. The Neiman Marcus annual luxury gift list has come out to help you check some boxes this year during Secret Santa as you purchase gifts for family and friends. I will read through some of these things. And we will all feel angry at rich people. I just, yeah, I'm just reading into one of them right now. And I'm just, I, I'm confused. Yeah, they are confusing. And angry. <laughs> it's like, this will irritate you in a different way than the goop stuff does. <laughs> yes! Because goop actually feels like a steal, like the Dollar General compared to some of these things. Yeah. Uh, you could get an in-circle 
Asuline custom travel library involving a collection of books, furniture, and a one-of-a-kind objects uh, of art curated by Prosper Asuline and his wife, Martine. You could get all of that blah, for $295,000. This is the one that what? I was reading up on that was making me angry. For, okay. I was looking at the picture of Prosper and Martine and their, uh, what I assume is their two sons, who look so rich and bored. <laughs> like, I- I'm sorry. I just, I don't even get it. I keep reading it, the description and Steve, I still don't get. I don't know like, what I read. I, I, it made me angry because I thought, what could you do with two hundred ninety-five thousand? Purchase a home. You could provide education for a four-year college degree for many students. But then, would you have your books, furniture, and one-of-a-kind objects of art curated by Prosper Asuline and his wife Martine? It's a travel library. Why don't you just go there? <laughs> Let's spend a little more time on the last name. It's spelled A-S-S-O-U-L-I-N-E. As we're bitter toward rich people, kind of <laughs> I mean, fun that we get to call him Mr. Asuline. You just add an I-N-E to the end of it, and it's kind of like you get away with it. Prosper Asuline. Prosper. What an Asuline. <laughs> okay. Better uh, you can get chest, thank you. Uh, you could get, and I'm going to give you the bullet point here, and as for the deep dive on it, you'll have to do that on your own. You could get from the Neiman Marcus Luxury Gift Catalog for 2020, a year of wellness designed by Canyon Ranch. It will cost you $345,000. Do people ever buy these things from it, or is it just a gag? I think it's a gag. Don't you? No, but see, some of the gag things are like, the, remember the rock from a few years ago, what was it, Nordstrom's? Who was selling The Rock? Was it Neiman oh, Marcus? It was Neiman Marcus. It was yeah, Neiman. Yeah. They were selling The Rock. Yeah. But it came, these with a, things, it came with a strap, though. Don't forget. Like a little, oh, that's, yeah, what a little leather rock? strap. They wouldn't try to treat <laughs> Just, you like a fool. Right, right, right. <laughs> How about this? This now seems like a steal by comparison. Keith and James' collection of custom-made chapeaus including signature hat boxes and custom display cases, all yours for $95,000. Custom-made hats and boxes to put them in. Oh, okay. Not only ninety five grand though. That's south of six figures. I'm, I'm buying it because it just feels like the best deal we're going to get. <laughs> yeah. This is nice. <laughs> you could get a five-night trip to uh, pilot Don Sheldon's Chalet in Alaska involving a private chef, a... Glacier, a glacier exploration led by professional Denali guides. Spectacular night skies. They're charging you for that? Just look up, you idiots. How much? $345,000. Oh, come on. I wonder if anyone really does. I don't know. Because you've got to get the chef and the, yeah. and the the pilot to agree. Well, think about here. This. Here's one more specific. Like the chance <laughs> to meet rancher slash chef. Tom Perini with a trip to the James Beard award-winning Perini Ranch Steakhouse in Buffalo Gap, Texas. Hmm. 185 grand. But Tom Perini, Perini's no idiot. He had to sign off on that and say, "Okay, I'll allow these people to come to my ranch." They're, How much he, does he get paid out of the That's a great question. I'm sure they're fine with it. Hmm. Don't you get beef for a year with that one too? <laughs> Do you get beef for a year? Well then that that makes good sense then. Mm-hmm. But it is 345,000. You could hire a chef for a whole year. Donna, you like staying up late and watching the shopping channels. 
That is untrue, but it, oh, I'll I'll play along. Exotic gems. No. For uh, this comes from the collection of famed jeweler Oscar. Hey man, H E Y M A N. That's cool. Uh, that's anywhere between a hundred thousand or a hundred ninety thousand dollars. My mom watches the Gem Channel. There's all a the Gem time. Network. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's Gem Network. Right. My mom yeah. watches it all the time. She watches the two. There's two different ones. There's a British one and then an American one. Does she buy stuff? No. Um, one time. Wow. Jason Kennedy uh, from E, formerly the host of E News, he had a funny post. I think it was on election night or the night after. Um, and he said, if you're just looking to break away, it's a great juxtaposition. So he was on CNN, Wolf Blitzer talking. We got yeah. a key race alert. And then he flipped over to the Gem Network. Yeah. And they're like, now this is a triple ruby. Here's what you need to understand about triple rubies. <laughs> it was great. It's great. Yeah. Decompress a little bit. Hmm. Anyway, that and a whole bunch of other uh, really, really dumb things. Uh, you could get, how about Versace robes and slippers for him? $750. Oh, it's more That's reasonable. That's for the robe. 150 for the slippers. All right. So for under a grand, you get... Some bed clothing. A robe. <laughs> That's right. Do you have a robe? Are you a robe wearer since you sleep nude, Don? I do have a little robe. Yeah, you have to in uh, the event of a fire. I have like a little short, flimsy robe, and then I have a <laughs> fluffy one at the cabin. <laughs> okay. But mostly, just like I'll keep a night shirt next to the bed. Short, flimsy, does it cover everything that it needs to cover? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Steve. I'm saying it's short and flimsy. Well, by flimsy, I meant material-wise, it's thin. It's silky. Not we all have those. Yeah, you know, it usually comes with a lingerie set. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ow! It did actually. Oh, a long time. I should get rid of it. It's like 20 years old. She she threw out the lingerie set. She's like, I don't need this. I you (laughs) know, it's so funny you say that because I have a bunch of like lingerie. I'm, I'm never gonna wear that. You could donate it to Good Donate meal. it. No, I want to keep it and look at it and just put it on eBay. Sign it as worn by. Oh, oh. Never. <laughs> All right, I'm trying to make money. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun thing to say. Oh, you guys. Uh, you know what we should tell people about? Listener rewards. This is cool because there were new prizes in November and they are pretty, pretty, pretty. Good. Yeah, they're really good. I mean, how about this? Uh, you could get a $1,000 little blind spot window warm-up, plus $200 to Lunds and Byerly's. We've got gift cards to Ikea, Crisp and Green, Punch yes. Pizza, and a whole lot more. So register for rewards, then you listen, and just enter to win. It's really simple. You can see everything we've got up for grabs this month on the MyTalk app and at MyTalk1071.com. I have a confession to make. These are my I've never been to Punch Pizza, and I hear it's really good. No, uh, no, I did go. It is good. It's thin crust, and it's in one of those sweet, sweet pizza ovens. Yes, mm. I remember when Meryl Streep was here, and she was on um, what was she was doing Prairie Home Companion, the movie. Oh yeah, okay. And she had said that that was you know her favorite pizza place. Uh, oh. President Obama. No uh, way. Gave it a shout out as well. Thank you, little thank, pepperoni. Thank you. Thank you. All right, cool. So uh, sign up for your listener rewards. When we come back, Dawn's going to have a dirt alert. And then we've got some music. I have an A-plus list actress singing a song. And I want to see if you can guess who it is. And then Kelly Clarkson does Aerosmith. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. 
and take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.